0: Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among men, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. As we were praying for Mass just, just a few minutes ago, uh, Deacon Mark asked me, are we going to do the shorter version of the Gospel or the longer version of the Gospel? I think you did a great job. I think you might have a vocation to be a priest or something. So, um, But I, I, I love the genealogy of, of Jesus, and I, I struggle with it because it's so complicated. But then I find rest there because as we enter into the Christmas season, I don't know one family here who can't say, my family doesn't have issues. Anyone want to raise their hand and say, my family's perfect? So as, as, we, as we come here today, we have to know that the God of the universe became a person. And he came to say, enough. Out of all the messes in his family, what he wanted to do is redeem it, he wanted to restore it. But what he does is he actually invites you and I into his family. That's how intimate, that's how personal the incarnation, God taking on flesh through the power of the Holy Spirit in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary, that's how personal it is. And when we participate in the invitation of Jesus as he's inviting each of you by name to join his family, to not be a bystander by someone who thinks they're forsaken, as we heard in the first reading today, but to know as the prophet Isaiah told all the people of Israel as he tells you by name, you are my delight. And sometimes we think, nope, my family's too much of a mess, but then Jesus comes along and says, let me show you my mess. In particular, I like to look at the prophet David today as he, he shows us of, of what a man after God's heart looks like, but also a man who completely blew it at times. We know David, he's the, he's the shepherd, right? As the Lord calls him to shepherd his people, calls him out of the pasture to lead the kingdom of Israel. And for a while, he does really good. But there are certain times where David just completely blows it. And there's probably people here today, maybe it's just me and my past, until the Lord came to redeem me and restore me and heal me and continues that process, some of us might feel like, I'm too far gone, I've blown it. And, and David felt that same way. He's in the family of Jesus. He's in the family lineage of Jesus. And he did some horrendous things. He did some things that would drop your jaw. And, and we all hopefully know the story of David as he was supposed to be out on campaign to protect the family, but he got lazy. I'm sure no one here has any members of their family who are lazy, right? And then he, he began to lust, and I'm sure there's no one here with any families that struggle with lust and impurity. He began to lust after Bathsheba, and then he impregnated her. And it was one of his guards, Uriah, that he he. He betrayed him, and and David went on all these different ways to try, try to get around God, and he ended up bringing Uriah into battle with him, and he pulled the troops back in a battle and allowed Uriah to be killed. I'm sure nobody here has any regrets of things that have happened in their families, but it was the prophet Nathaniel who who called David higher to remind him of what family he belonged to. And that's why we're here for Christmas, to remember what family we belong to, that the Lord calls us by name, that he doesn't want to forsake us. He wants to redeem us. He wants to vindicate us. He wants to come into whatever prison you are in or a family member's in, and he wants to set you free. But he does it in a strange way because no one would have expected that God would become one of us. Even the angels didn't expect that. But God, to redeem us, to be a part of our family, completely a part of our family, he took on flesh. And what does this have to do with us here in 2023 today? What it has to do for us today is this. The word listen was in our readings today. I love the fact that the word listen Is spelt with the same letters as the word silent. And if we truly silence ourselves and we truly listen, we come to know that the Lord has come to transform everything he touches because what is not transformed is transmitted. What is not transformed is transmitted. Sometimes people are in families where there's so much of a mess, there's so much destruction, so much pain, but they do nothing to say enough. As Jesus says enough to each of his family members, he's saying, I want to come and redeem what you find unredeemable. I want to come in and delight in those who feel like there's no way that God could delight in me. And this is the rescue mission of Jesus But he wants you to partake in it. So, for some of us sitting here today, we have some issues in our family. Just like Jesus in the lineage that you heard today, there were issues going on in the family. And he said, Enough. For some of us here today, it's alcoholism. Who is going to be the one who is going to transform that instead of transmit that? We know that with God, all things are possible. Nothing is impossible, God. Some of us, we come from families where there's just been just generation after generation after generation of abuse in its many forms. Who's going to stop that? Because with God, nothing is impossible. And that, that means that for those who are parents here today, or those who are children, you've got to start thinking like, what do I want? my grandchildren's lives to look like? What do I want my great-grandchildren or great-great-grandchildren's lives to look like? Because there are people here who have, who have taken that step. They said, I'm going to allow Christ in through the power of the Holy Spirit, and I'm going to give him control and invite him into my mess. Because there was not one person in the life of Jesus as he grew up and as he started his public ministry, there was not one person who ever remained dead around him Every single person who came in contact with Jesus was always alive, but what he does is he gives each of us free will. If you find yourself in your family today and there is just hurt, there is just pain, there is just trauma, and Jesus has not been invited into it, I just want to ask you today, how's that going for you? If you have had abuse in your family, and you haven't put a stop to it, and it's, you know it's hurting others, it's causing a mess, how is that going for you? The one thing the gospel message offers us is hope, that nothing is impossible for God, but we see a beautiful lesson in today's gospel towards the end of the lineage of messes, we see this beautiful message and this lesson that I want you to take away with you today. We see Joseph, he's in this moment of, I don't know if I can be associated with Mary and this child in her womb. I don't want to cause her scandal, but yet he's a righteous man, so he, he decides to divorce her quietly. And it's so important that he did not do that that an angel literally came to him and said, do not do that. Do not divorce yourself from Mary, for she has conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit. And it was so important that an angel had to come and interrupt his decision that would have caused so much pain to others. And the lesson is this. Never divorce yourself from Mary. Mary is a, pro- is a part of the process of redemption. She gave flesh to the God of the universe who can come to us also through the power of the Holy Spirit. And when she was going through her life, you look at her life and she was young. Some of us here are young, thinking, how can I do that? She was exiled to Egypt with Joseph. And they had to come back and they had to make those difficult decisions. And maybe that's where you're being invited to tonight is to make a difficult decision to say, Enough in my family. We're going to invite Christ into this. We're going to let Him do the redemption. We're going to let Him do the liberating. But at every single major moment of Jesus' life, Mary remained faithful. And what Mary does is she always keeps us close to Jesus. And some of us in our Catholic faith, we've kind of pushed Mary off to the side. But again, if we look at the fact that the God of the universe, and the universe is 90 plus billion light years across, it's that big. God created out of love. He created it effortlessly. He created it for communion with us. But sin disrupted that. But yet Jesus came to redeem us and set us free. And she teaches us how to remain faithful when things are difficult. Because if you're going to say enough, and you're gonna be like Joseph, and you're gonna take Mary into your home, into your heart, into your entire being, so Christ can be at the center, it's not gonna make the evil one happy. He wants you to remain in the pain. He wants you to continue to transmit rather than transform. And the one thing about Jesus is he's always about making a decision. There is no indifference with Jesus. Either Jesus is the God of the universe, he is Lord, or he's just some prophet, some teacher. When you come to study the life of Jesus and you come to see who he is and who he comes to transform, which is all of you, and invite you into his family, there's no one like Jesus But for a lot of us, we lack silence. And it's so hard to hear him. When we look at Revelation chapter 320, we hear those beautiful words. Behold, I stand at the door of your heart and knock. And if you open the door, I will come in. So, if you know tonight that it's time to say enough is enough, you know, maybe you have a little a lot in common with David, or things are just kind of ringing in your ears, that's the Holy Spirit inviting you to, to take a stand with the living person of Jesus. And for those of you who have done that, you have, have, have said enough in my family, enough with the pain, the trauma. The abuse, the sickness. I just want to say, I'm proud of you. Because we're in a world that's seeing so much trauma. The the amount of hope in our world right now is at an all time low. And again, the one thing the gospel message of Jesus, his redemption, his healing offers is hope. And if Jesus desires to come in to save you, to save your family, to save your loved ones, who's going to be brave enough tonight to say yes to him? To say enough with the suicide rates, enough with opioid overdic- addictions, overdose addictions, enough. We see it all over the place. And for our youth, the past 10 years, suicide rates have gone up 30%. The one thing we see is people pushing God off to the side. I think that's where Jesus comes in. He says, Enough. I can't stand you suffering. I want you to know, as the prophet Isaiah said, I will not forsake you. I delight in you by name. And his love for you is unique. His love for you is individual. He doesn't see crowds. He sees his beloved sons and daughters. So when Joseph was put to sleep for this angel to speak to him, he woke up. And I think that's an invitation for us tonight is to, to wake up, to say, am I going to allow the disease of sin and pain and trauma to transmit in my family or am I going to make the decision for it to be transformed? And if you desire for transformation, if you desire change, even as scary as that might sound, just remember that, as we heard today, God is with us. And God is for you. So many people are afraid of things being taken away, but God wants to give you more. All of us have that hole in our heart that only God can fill. We try to put other things in there, social media, food, drugs, alcohol, money, status, whatever it is. But then the question is, why am I still anxious? Why am I still unsettled? Why am I not peaceful and hopeful? It's because only the love of God can satisfy us. And if you desire for change to start tonight for you, if you desire transformation instead of transmitting the evil that we see in our world today, I just want to offer you a blessing. What do blessings do? Blessings set us free. And the lies of the evil one, the curses of the evil one, they bind us up. Then we can't move. And to remain free, to remain faithful, we need the Blessed Virgin Mary's help. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, I ask that you send forth your Holy Spirit upon every single person here right now please fill them from their heads to their toes with a spirit of peace, a spirit of love, and a spirit of hope. As you send forth an abundance of courage to put a stop to all the evil in the families that are here tonight. And Mother Mary, as you remained faithful always, please help us Remain faithful, especially when things get difficult, and protect us from all forms of evil. Please instill us, O Mother Mary, with a sense of awe and wonder that God became one of us and he desires each of us to be part of his family for total redemption, total restoration, and total recreation. And I ask you, Lord Jesus, by the power of your most precious blood, to flood the hearts of every single person here who is lonely, who is depressed, who is suicidal, who is addicted, and who is in need of freedom. So come, Holy Spirit, and have your way. Don't just change the way we think this Christmas, but transform the way we live. And I make all these prayers in Jesus' name. May Almighty God bless you and your families this Christmas season. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.